0: My name is Brendan and the talk that I'm going to be doing tonight, as much as it is just going to be allowing spirit to come through and talk about whatever it is that is meant to come through in this moment, my intention is also to be able to share a little bit about what I've been creating through the project that is known as Paradigm Shift Central or ParadigmShiftCentral.com, as well as some of, those, some of my own inner sights of the Paradigm Shift. And if I were to call my presentation something, uh, that's kind of the title I would I would put on it, is Inner Sights of the Paradigm Shift. So like insights, inner sights of the paradigm shift. Again, kind of alluding to the expansion of consciousness that is happening through the inner exploration, through the discovery of the self, through the uh, understanding and awareness that all is self. So again, um, in terms of like what is the paradigm shift, um, a big part of... Uh, Let me just get back to sending it. So the project that I've been creating over the years, ParadigmShiftCentral.com, is at this point recognized as a global media hub for a collection of Paradigm Shift communities across the world. And what I've been doing is something that started here in London, Ontario, Canada, as a single club in my college that was created to be able to help create space for people to practice talking about the things that they don't normally get a chance to talk about. So topics related to spirituality, metaphysics, quantum mechanics, and even topics that are more on the fringe, such as UFOs, ghosts, Sasquatch, lucid dreaming, and again, a lot of those topics that I was personally interested in, but didn't really have people to talk about. So what began as a single club in my college with the intention to really allow it to be an experiment, a social experiment, to see what happens when people come together and to be able to build community in that sense. Because I knew that I wasn't the only one seeking as a seeker and I wanted to be able to find other people. And a big part of what I knew was going to help with that process uh, was also my understanding of like, the idea that this was something that the universe was behind. It, it was a part of the expansion of consciousness and if I were to build it, they will come. If I were to put something out there, the synchronicity of the universe would bring the right people to it at the right time. And so, <clears throat> what began as a single club in my college then continued to evolve. And as I said, through the broadcasts that we do online and uh, just the stories and the media that I've been putting out, now there's a collection of paradigm shift communities across the globe and it's really just a basic concept of promoting open-minded discussion and meditation circles, bringing people together, sharing wisdom, and also being mirrors for each other's growth and allowing whatever the universe wants to happen to happen in that space. So the project has continued to uh, evolve and um, in a lot of ways I, I think of it as a portal. And it's a portal to help inspire people to choose to be the change that they wish to see. And so not only is it helping encourage people to take action, but it's also helping reconnect them with some fundamental ideas that can really empower our journey. And so that's where, in addition to the media and the communities, that's why um, I'll commonly encourage people to do things such as free hugs. And so like that's why I have the shirt on that says free hugs. And, and what I'll do is I'll go out there and I'll do free hugs in my community. And when I connect with people, not only will it be about the hug, but it will be about the conversation that follows after it. Knowing that the hug in itself is a portal to connect people together. And then what I've created as, you know, an, uh, I, you know, a spiritual entrepreneur, if we want to use that term, is um, I've been using the tools of what I refer to as shift buttons. And these are the buttons here and there's more on the table and you guys are welcome to grab some afterwards and those simply have the website for the project on it so when I go up and someone gives me a hug they leave with a button and then that connects them to the project and then that from there allows the community to continue to grow as well as inviting them out to the local meetups and so this is a simple pattern that I've been putting forth through the online media to encourage other people to replicate where they are. the good news is that it works and, and it has been working and, and as I said that is again the reason why there are numerous paradigm shift communities across the world is because people are stepping into their own narrative, their own story of saying how, you know this is, this is essentially a collective of us asking, answering our own question of how can we help change the world and one of the ways how we do that is by bringing people together in communities so it may not be about having all of the solutions within yourself, even though that is the case as a collective. But if you yourself are seeking to change the world, one of the best ways to do that is to find others who are also seeking to change the world. And then it comes through the ideas, it comes through the exchange, it comes through the inspiration, and it comes through the development of the self. And so the move, the, the website and everything has continued to grow. And um, in addition to creating the physical digital, the physical space that we have through the local Paradigm Shift London meetups, we also have the digital space that we are creating on a regular basis. And this has only been within the last few years because of the advancement of technology and the internet, but now we have regular broadcasts where people can join from anywhere across the world and be a part of this discussion. So whereas before, you know, you'd have to come down to our meetings and meet up in person now literally people can just access from their computers and we create this digital circle to have these discussions and so within these discussions we have what are known as regular team building hangouts as well as dream class where we talk a lot about lucid dreaming and dream exploration and uh, also um, broadcasts that are global meditations as well which are a very powerful thing to do as a broadcasted message for people to be able to sync up with. And so um, just checking in on my notes here um, essentially moving forward with this beyond what the project is about I'll get into a little bit of like what I feel what is the shift? You know, like that that is a question and and for people who may be um, <clears throat> for people who may be sort of outside the spiritual community, uh, that may be something that is very mysterious to them. Or it sounds like it's some sort of like secret that they don't really fully understand. Essentially, obviously something that I could mention here that you guys would resonate with is the idea that like this is about, this is about realizing that the 100th monkey effect is a very real thing. And what we are moving towards is the expansion of consciousness, is the expansion of our awareness. And very simply put, um, for me, if I were to summarize it, this is about us awakening within the dream. And to go further than that, it's the idea that we are actually the dream awakening to itself. And so the big spiritual awakening, the big like paradigm shift, is literally awakening to the idea that all is self. And, and this is something that you can say it easily, but it, 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 it peels itself back over time and its truths are revealed to you over time through, um, through your own self-discovery, through your own gnosis, through your own self-exploration. And so um, in terms of like what the shift is and, and what I'm trying to put out there, is not something where I'm trying to tell people what to think, but I'm really trying to encourage them to think for themselves so that they can remember. And literally that is what we're doing. We are remembering, we are reconnecting with ourselves. And so a big part of this is when I say we are the dream awakening to itself, this is the idea of awakening to our multi-dimensional reality. And what that means to me is also awakening to our potential. And so within this bigger story, One of the ways of how I can sort of like help wrap our head around it because I feel like that is a big part of not only what I am here to do but what a lot of us are here to do is to take these seemingly grand ideas yet simplify them through our language in a way that we can be able to understand it and so one of the ways of how I comprehend the shift that we're going through and ultimately our um, awakening to our potential is by looking at this reality in comparison to the dream space. And so the dream space is something that, you know, like mainstream culture would have us believe that it's just your brain taking a dump at the end of the night, to use that term loosely. But for those who have had their own experiences and do their own research, you realize that the dream space, there is, there is a richness to it. It is a present moment equally as real as this one. And so, what I'm trying to get out there is this idea, and this is, this is, like, this idea in itself, um, to me, it is like, a huge paradigm shift. It's the simple idea that the dream space is actually closer to where we come from, and we come into this life from the dream space. And you can use other terms for the dream space. You can refer to it as the spirit realms. You can refer to it as the, the astral planes. But essentially when we realize that the spirit realms or the astral planes are actually where we are from, then we realize that by studying and learning within the astral planes, it teaches us about how to create within this reality as well. And so as you get into dream exploration, which again is one of my favorite topics, you begin to realize that again, the fundamentals of the dream is this, this core axiom that all is self. And within the dreams, you you readily experience this. If you think of something, it will appear in front of you. If you think of a place, you will go to it. It will show you whatever you need to see. And so within the dream space, we can come to this experience and come to this inner knowledge that as we literally put forth thoughts, the reality responds. As you think, so shall you become. And so when you understand that if that happens in the dream space, it is also happening here. And so this, too, where we exist right now, as physical as it is, as much of an illusion as it is, and illusion doesn't necessarily mean, like, unreal. If anything, everything is equally unreal. Illusion is just the construct. Illusion is the matrix. Illusion is the womb. And the word matrix literally means womb. It goes back to the idea of matriarch, you know, the woman, the mother. And so when we realize that, again, all is self, Thoughts create and by studying the dreams we understand how to become better co-creators within this dream, how to create within this dream. And this is where you can get into the ideas of understanding what law of attraction is, of understanding synchronicities, of understanding that a lot of what we're doing right now um, is also opening up to the idea that we exist beyond the present moment. So within the dream space, and I know I'm kind of jumping around a little bit here, Within the dream space as we study it we realize that the dream space is not a a place where linear time prevails. It is a space where time is a very different thing and that is why when you dream you can dream of future lives and past lives. You can connect with loved ones who have passed on. You can have conversations with Einstein and Edison and Tesla as possibilities. Not saying it will necessarily happen to anyone, but the The possibility of it is there, the prospect of it is there within this realm of infinite potential. And so, what is important is also understanding within this awakening to our multidimensional reality is understanding that there are futures, there is futures that are already present that we are already connected to. And simply through coming aware of this thought, it allows us to um, align ourselves now with those ideas. So it, by opening up to a multidimensional reality, it opens us up to um, not only a sense of trust, but also a sense of confidence, a sense of confidence knowing that if we think a thought today, it is planting the seed um, that is already grown in the future. So like, if you want to manifest something, you think of it now and you know that in the future it is already there. And then, like extending the branches of a tree from this present moment, our intentions reach out and our te- intentions go through time. And those branches that we put out with our intentions are like a path for our soul to follow. And so what I feel the world is going through right now um, is like an awakening to how to create within this reality and to be able to, um, to be able to understand again, like our potential. Is really coming back to our potential, and and it's understanding that we are more than just physical beings. Um, And so, let me just take a second here. I'm just going to get a drink of water. And if people do want to ask questions, we can roll with some of that too. So if anybody does have any questions, just let me know as we're going through this. And like I said, this is kind of just allowing whatever needs to come through to come through. With only 25 minutes left to go, time flies. So, um, yeah, obviously, like, again, like, there is a lot to talk about. Um, some of the main things that... Going back, um, let me just think of what would be the best way to tackle this. Um, a couple things that I just wanted to mention at the beginning that I have within my notes here that I didn't literally express um, is the idea that what I feel is something that I'm trying to bring into the paradigm shift is also um, a sense of playfulness. A sense of play, I feel, is a very, very important thing. And uh, also, like, through there is it is um, about creating a dynamic story that people can get excited by. And I think, like, that's something that this world needs. So many people are sort of, like, stuck within this place of apathy. They're stuck within this, like, sort of, like, oh, the world is boring, and it's going to poop, and why even try? But when you realize that, again, everything is happening not only to us but for us, you realize that, again, like, the growth, the 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 birthing like the world is literally going through these growing pains yet those are what are stepping us into our potential those are helping us like become stronger in many ways and so within the narrative of um what it is that i'm putting forth and inviting other people to be a part of is also this idea of um really stepping into the embodiment of being a light guardian and 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 thinking about what that means and so light guardian can almost be thought of as, you know, a Jedi. And, and, and that for me is like a very exciting idea. And, and again, like the Jedi, not only are they, um, you know, like they're those who are connected with their own sense of the force, with the all knowing connection that, that we are a part of. And they're also someone who like intentionally goes out of their way to like uphold virtues that they believe in. And one thing that I feel is, um, what we are moving to even further uh, as we go into the future as much as it is about the Jedi uh, in particular it is also about the gray Jedi and so if you're familiar with Star Wars mythology you know you have the concept of the Jedi and the Sith yet in the middle there's this concept of the gray Jedi and the gray, gray Jedi doesn't mean that they're like kind of an okay person or something like that it would mean that they are as noble as a Jedi can be yet they have knowledge um, of being able to understand that like the dark in itself is still the light. So that's something that I feel um, within like the shift of the paradigm is kind of something that we're moving towards is not trying to save the world by pushing away the dark, but rather by understanding it, by feeding it, by, by nurturing it with compassion. And so like a gray Jedi would be someone who say someone comes up to you and they're mad at you, um, you know, like whereas like someone who might be uh, like, you know, for whatever reason they might just be like, oh, like I don't want to deal with this person. They got their own problems. That's not my, you know, that's not my issue. That's all well and good, and, and there, there's a time and a place for everything. But at the same time, um, I invite other people to sort of look at that person as, uh, you know a reflection of reality that is going through its own suffering and rather than just like being offended by the fact that they got mad at you seek to understand where their suffering is coming from and and meet their suffering with a deeper compassion. And so this is again going back to like why we do free hugs and everything in the first place cuz so many people are suffering and they're suffering in ways that are often unspoken. And so like we want to be able to like again it's a very simple yet bigger concept um, that you can almost think of as uh, you know like love heals but it's really at a bigger concept it's about alchemy and alchemy is like the transmutation um, of being able to like transmute fear into love and so again there's there's many kind of narratives to this but it is about kind of like allowing people to step into their own role as jedi as well as alchemists. Alchemists for society and alchemists within themselves as they transmute their own spirit um, that process from lead to gold. And so, again, like with this project that I'm putting forth, and again, like even people who are watching this right now, the intention is, and, and again, this project began back in like 2008, 2009. So uh, it's been going for quite a while, but it's, it's encouraging people to be the pillars of light where they are. to to lead by example, to embody what it means to be a leader within a way that feels right for them. And so a leader can be a lot of different things, but in today's day and age, a leader can be something as simple as someone who intentionally expresses themselves through art. And so I feel like that is a very, very powerful thing that we are doing to help change the world. And what the project that I've created is a platform for is inviting people to share their art. So, if you go to the projects on the main website of paradigmscentral.com, you can see there's articles and journals and videos that people are writing. And I wanted to create this space because I know that the process of self-expression is so important. Again, for this journey of knowing thyself, nasate ipsum. So, da, 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 are there any current questions that we currently have right now with? Less than 20 minutes left. <laughs> and I know I'm jumping around a bit, so I appreciate you guys. Um, Margaret, did you have a question? Well, yes. And I'll just reiterate it after you ask it so and they can hear it. It's 2017. It's 2017, yes. Which is becoming a very unusual year. Do you see any special implications uh, for 2017? do i see any special implications for 2017 um you know like obviously the big years that we think about within like the shift would have been like 2012 and and everything like that And, and i think a lot of people put a lot of precedence on the idea of 2012 and some people you know may sort of be like oh we're in 2017 like oh, like, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening or something. But it really it really depends on, you know, people don't see the world the way it is. They see the world the way they are kind of thing. So, I mean, for me, the world that we're in, I'm very optimistic about it. As optimistic as I was about it back in 2009, you know, 2009, 2009 and, and beyond and, and everything like that. Like, every year... I'm going to be optimistic about it, uh, again, I guess because it's kind of like choosing to step back and look at this bigger picture, and to realize that like within the bad, there is good, and, and kind of something that I was saying earlier, but I didn't specify, um, going back to the Jedi and stuff, is this simple paradigm shift of realizing that the light isn't just the white, the light is the full yin-yang. The light is the circle around the yin-yang. It is the encompassing white and the dark. And and so often than not, we talk about the light and and we often think of it just as white. Um, And then therefore it creates this binary between white and dark, good and evil, yes and no. And I think that is something that we are shifting out of. So to answer your question, what I see is happening in 2017 is an ongoing ripple of what has happened in 2012 and that's the thing like i think 2012 was a very real thing if even for the psychosomatic purpose of the fact that we made it a real thing you know it became this collective idea that that we that we rode the waves of and so um like the idea of um of basically being able to um sorry i kind of lost my train of thought for a second (laughs) um but yes okay um mm -mm -mm. Yeah, like I'm internally optimistic about the idea and what I feel we're moving towards right now is shifting from a binary perspective of reality to a trifecta perspective of reality, which again brings in the middle point, brings in the understanding that, um, you know, like good and bad aren't two separate things, but the trifecta brings in the middle point to reveal it's all one scale it's all one gradient. Red and blue are still the same thing, they're just across a gradient. Light and dark are still the same thing, they're just across a gradient. Um, So I think it's really about what we're stepping into in 2017 is deeper wisdom of how the dynamics of this reality really works in the idea that, again, everything is happening for us opposed to just to us. So... Um, a person who is going through this process of awakening would be encouraged anytime something comes out their way that may bring up like some hard to deal with feelings or just like something that like creates some resistance, rather than just saying like, I don't want this pushed away, look at it. Have the courage to look at it and see what it is teaching you. And so I feel that what we were doing in 2017 is stepping more into our role as cosmic students. Uh, within this universe, within this university. Um, And so, I mean, within the, again, the the bigger picture of what it is that's happening in 2017 is a lot of people are are really waking up to their cosmic sovereignty, to their cosmic identity. And this is, again, I know I'm kind of on a few topics at once here, but one of the topics that I want to get on um, is the idea that... mm -hmm, I'm just trying to think of a couple of things to say here at once. Um, is the idea of just, um, what's the best way to say this? Yeah, there are people right now who um, are seeking for connection with like the bigger universe through a telescope. And that's okay, that's one way. But we are already connected to this bigger universe within ourselves. And there are people right now, my friends included, who are like having visceral experiences within the dream space where they are actually, um, best way I can explain it, are like making contact with bigger parts of themselves, such as what we would think of as like aliens and galactic family and things like that. And so I feel that as we kind of like move, continue to move forward with the future, um, you can think of the idea that we're kind of like spiraling up and spiraling up and spiraling up. We're opening up to bigger frequencies. And as we are opening up, there's this non-linear part of ourselves. You can think of it as the higher self that is kind of giving things to us as we are ready for them. So whereas back in 2010, not a lot of people might have been dreaming about like having benevolent communication with aliens within their dreams yet now as we move into 2017, it is something that is actually becoming more common, yet not something that you're still gonna hear about on the six o'clock news. But again, it is about us stepping into a bigger understanding of who we are, and not only that, but why each of us chose to be here. And so the, the empowering message is that, you know, everyone who's kind of hearing this message right now, be it everyone in this room and everyone in this listening to this video online, um, you're most likely here because you are a part of that collective that is here to help shift that paradigm, to help shift that planet, to help raise the vibration if you want to think about that. And the beautiful thing about that is that that is an ongoing objective that is always there, that that is always going to be there. Um, And so I feel that within this bigger story, you know, people can sort of pick and choose what narrative works for them. But the one that's very exciting is the idea that literally so many of us have actually come from many different parts of the galaxy to be here on Earth right now because what is happening on Earth is such a unique experience, is such a dynamic um, composition of an assortment of souls and and the way that we're learning has the full range, you know, we have the highest highs and the lowest lows and out of this we're getting an incredible amount of soul growth and so it's a very again it's a very very exciting story and out of all of these multi-dimensional ideas and another one that i'll just um kind of mention here because i know we're going to have to get close to the end um again is the idea that as we wake up to more of our potential people are realizing that they are um awakening up to like their latent abilities, and you can think of this as like psychic abilities or things like that. Um, But not only that, but it's also just our ability to be more in tune with ourselves and more in tune with the subtle conversation that we are having with the universe all the time. And so this can be thought of as synchronicities, you know, you might be sort of like paying attention to synchronicities in a different way, whereas before you might not have noticed. And also like the idea of being able to, uh, again, like connect with friends on a deeper level to be able to understand them. Um, So when we understand uh, more about this holographic light matrix that we exist within, uh, we realize that like we literally exist in an ocean of energy. And for some people, this can also help them understand why they're feeling a certain way. You know, like they might be feeling something really heavy. And they realize that that's not actually their energy. It's actually like the energy of their environment. And, and then you get into this whole conversation of, um, you know, things that we can do to help ground ourselves as a person who may be like a sensitive empath and everything like that. Um, whereas for myself, as we continue to move forward, uh, my personal intention and something that I'm putting out there to other people is the idea of thinking again of, of our body as like, Uh, rather than just thinking of our body as just this um, you know biological side effect of evolution i choose to think of our body my body the bodies that we inhabit as almost like divine spiritual technology that is created to not only be here to create with our hands but to connect with these higher dimensional frequencies to be able to bring knowledge back into this world And so one thing that people talk about within the bigger shift of consciousness is this idea of um, uh, ascension or or going up to the fifth dimension and everything like that. Well, the fifth dimension is what we're accessing within our dreams every night. So for me personally, rather than just feeling like we have to escape to the fifth dimension, I encourage people to, to live the narrative of intentionally being the bridge between the fifth dimension and the third dimension. And so I feel like that is um, this whole encompassing uh, sort of what the world needs now, from my opinion, is for more people to intentionally show up as bridges um, for fifth dimension, but in a very simple way for love, um, for compassion, for understanding, for wisdom, for that that simple idea that we are all connected. And that may be like an incredibly obvious thing for for people listening to this in this room, but for a lot of people out there. They just haven't seen it yet. And and it's simply because maybe they haven't had the conversations about it. Maybe they haven't had the space to be able to have that idea put in front of them. So, um, you know, we can be the person to have a conversation with our friend and start talking to them about sacred geometry or start talking to them about the concepts of like as above, so below. Um, And so again, what I feel we are, what we can be focusing on is, is being that bridge between higher conscious ideas and mainstream culture, between fifth dimensional reality and the 3D matrix that we are in. Um, and so one of the best ways that we can do that is by really honoring the, the, the spaceships that our bodies are, um, the cosmic antennas that they are. And, and, and for me personally, that's where Uh, even more so recently, like I've really started paying attention more to my diet. Um, You literally are what you eat. And so if you're like eating, you know, just like food that's barely even real, that doesn't have any life of its own, then it's not uncommon for your abilities to sort of begin to decrease but if you start eating more of a plant-based diet and more fruits and vegetables things that are alive you literally like become that life essence and and, and it enriches your ability as an antenna to be able to um, not only tap into your own creative ideas but to also be um, again like open to showing up for the universe when the moments are needed kind of thing. So, let me just take a second here. So yeah, like um, something that I wrote is that like a big part of what I feel that the ongoing shift is, is again, I said at the beginning, but it's all is self, waking up to that, that's very huge. Um, becoming better dreamers within the dream, understanding that this too is another version of the dream, therefore our thoughts create, therefore we have potential. Um, This is about becoming our golden self, or as I like to refer to it, our golden elf kind of thing. So, um, yeah, and so moving beyond the binary, seeing the trifecta, seeing the full spectrum. um, And uh, yeah, just again, like dream exploration is another very important thing. And um, through the dream exploration process, we begin to awaken to a broader understanding of our identity. Um, we begin to see parts of ourselves within the dream space and a lot of people will say um, you know the dream space like it isn't real it's not real like that it's their argument like this is physical this is real the dream space isn't physical therefore it's not real to me very simply if it's an experience that the soul can learn from that's what makes it real so, like, whether, whether and again, you know, like, whether you're in this physical reality, whether you're in the dream, or whether you're, ve- you're wearing a virtual reality headset, which is, again, very parallel to all this, if you can learn from something and your soul can learn from it, that's what makes it real. So, as we begin to awaken, a big thing that I'm trying to encourage people is to become more conscious of their dreams so that they can see more of themselves, so that they can see who they are within the dream space. And, and within the dream space, we see the full spectrum. We also see both the hero and the villain. And, and, and the purpose of that is so that we may see darker sides of ourselves that may need healing. We can see darker sides of ourselves so that when it comes to the conscious waking life, we can choose what it was that we might have. We can choose the opposite of what it was that we might have done in a dream. and say like, no, no, like I learned from that. Let me choose a different path within our dream. So again, it's, it's, there's a bigger story that's happening. And we are not just who we commonly think of ourselves as within this third dimension. Like we are constantly connected to our higher selves. And that higher self is a part of us that literally sees beyond this present moment that is helping bring things into our reality. And so when we, rather than just trying to create just by like pushing signals into this third reality, but rather by like sending it up to the satellite of the fifth dimension, just through the imagination of our thoughts, then it helps us kind of like begin creating from like a top-down perspective, knowing that that top-down perspective exists in the first place. Um, and so that's where, uh, moving into uh, what will be the conclusion of this presentation, um, mm-hmm, 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 I feel that a big part of what, what, like, what we need now is, uh, again, like the creation of art, the creation of community, and being art, literally being art, you know, um, and by being a leader within our own realms, by being responsible, by taking responsibility into our life, um, and, and knowing that there is a subtle conversation between ourselves and the universe that is happening all the time. And the universe will only give us something when we're ready to receive it. And this was something I was reflecting upon today. I mean, state the obvious today is the eclipse. And it's the new moon. And a big thing that I was reflecting on is we get into this one story sometimes where there will be something that appears to be outside of our immediate influence. You know, maybe it's we're like waiting on some confirmation for something that we really want. And, and, and we're waiting. And it seems like it's out of our realm. Yet, in reality, you can almost think of it like a dream in the sense that what it is that we're seeking will only be given to us once we're ready to receive it. So rather than just like saying like, man, I really hope the universe is gonna give me what I want, but in the meantime, I'm just gonna sit here and be lazy. If it doesn't come to you, don't be surprised. But what you can do is start showing up within your immediate reality by taking responsibility, by paying attention to your diet, by exercising, by self-love, by self-creation, by self-care, and by expressing and sharing that love with others. And when you say to the universe like, you know, I have no attachments to what may come, I know what I want, I'm going to show up right here now, then the universe will be like, oh, good. Like, they're ready to receive. Here you go. And so, like, that's kind of where dreams work in the same way. Like, we, we will only get certain dreams once we are ready to receive them kind of thing. And so, again, activating the leader within um, and stepping into the excitement of our own journey is, is a big part of, of what this bigger narrative is about. So, as we conclude this broadcast and this presentation what my intention is moving forward is to you know plant these little seeds here and there that kind of like remind people of what they already know inside them about their multi-dimensional reality and the all-is-self and the dream awakening to to itself and 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 also to invite them to live in their own excitement with confidence and with courage and with love and knowing that by doing that others see that and and that's oftentimes what it means to be a leader it, it's not necessarily telling people what to do but it's inviting them to decide for themselves it's inviting them to create their own journey it's inviting them to, to mirror the excitement that you may demonstrate within themselves and so that is um that is what has been happening and and that's going to continue to happen and I'm honored to be connected with like such a beautiful community of people who are shifting paradigms in their own way and and you know the last thing I'll say is that uh the little things make the big difference so whether you're creating a garden in your backyard whether you're solving some sort of like quantum mathematical equation whether you're creating art whether you're just loving your family or a pet or anything all of it's seen All of it matters, and as you expand your mind, as you expand your heart, it expands the heart of the world. And that's what we're moving towards, is is a more love-filled, understanding, awesome, exciting place.